What's up, everybody? This is Free Throw Line Extended Episode 8 with our weekly roundup number 3. So today we're going to be talking about just past couple weeks in the NBA. Uh, our main headlines are going to be uh, if Dallas can keep up their hot start and just if Luka can keep it going. Uh, we got uh, Denver's new streak going on. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Knicks, Timberwolves. We're going to finish off with a Cherry Stripe report, just talk about some news throughout the week. And also going to end off with some Would You Rather questions for Josh. So, uh, what are you thinking? How are you doing this week? Good, man. Good. Got yeah. the stash going for November. Yeah. It's looking, it's looking We're both decent. running it. We're both trying it. Um, I'm you excited. got the peach fuzz <laughs> going. Be, uh, I'm a part of the program. <clears throat> yeah. Just girlfriend's not too happy with it. Neither is my mom, but it's the way it goes sometimes, hey, you know? It's, it's part it looks, it looks better that I have the little five o'clock shadow on right now, so that's good. Uh, when it's just a stash, I look uh, questionable. Don't say it. Okay, yeah, there you go. I look questionable. <laughs> so. My mom yeah. even agrees. So, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, this last week of the NBA has been crazy. Yeah. It's been absolutely insane. Uh, lots of teams have been, you know, obviously Lakers still playing really bad. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Should, uh, Your Kings are doing good. Yeah, five shooting six, back up. Five and six they just beat the Lakers wins. last night, actually, by yeah. four. Uh, they had a sad. close game with the Cavs as well. Yeah. Uh, a crazy game against um, Orlando. That was a great game. That's a great matchup. Every time, I, every time yeah, that's a matchup, I'm watching it. Darren Fox had a crazy from shot. From 40 feet. Um, but uh, do you want to get over with the Lakers real quick? Just a quick talk. Um, um, yeah, I, just, I see I have a lot of buzz. A, I see a lot of buzz about LeBron needs to get get out of LA. No, um, no, just this is it. This is it. Just wait. Suspense is real. Oh gosh, give me an ad. Never mind. Ad free. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hold on. AD talk too. But here we go. Here we go. <gasps> Keep AD. He's playing well. It's... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lakers, um, a lot of talk around LeBron getting out of there. Wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, I don't... 82. No, I'd keep AD, man. No, but the, that's the report, he's, he's playing well. Um, I would do... I'd try and get LeBron out just because I don't want him to keep wasting his career in LA. Hasn't been good for him since he's gotten here. Yeah. Obviously, he got the one championship, but he's missed the playoffs every other year that he's been there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think for him and Lakers, I'll just part ways, see what the Lakers can get back for him. Uh, maybe they can get some picks. And, I mean, if you guys want, shop 82, get your picks back as well. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many teams all, are going to go. I think go. that's all fake news, though, the AD trade and stuff like that. Um, Personally, I would keep him. Uh, yeah. I think he still has a few more good years left in him. He's been playing really well this year, honestly. He has definitely AD? better than, yeah, definitely yeah. better than, like, last year. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think they have a lot of work to do around the roster, and they just need to figure out what route they want to go. But, right now, it's man, looking terrible. It's like at what point? Man, we weren't supposed to talk about the Lakers, but it's like at what point is it too late? I either think it's almost too late. LeBron's gonna have a lingering injury again, like he did last year with his groin. Hopefully, it's not too long. And then you're two and nine. West is two good. Two, two and ten. West is good. It's like your seven games are five hundred. You have to win like sixty percent of your games to become five hundred now. And that's not hard to do. Like, there's hopefully, so, yeah, they think got about it. There's twelve games out of eighty-two in the season. Yeah, that's not. Like, I wouldn't personally be pressing the panic button too, too soon, but Close. it's getting there. You're hovering. You're hovering. <clears throat> yeah, once you get to about 20, 25 <laughs> games in the season, you start being like, okay, hey, we have yeah. to figure something out. Um, um, but besides that, let's jump into, I'd like to talk about the Timberwolves first. Sure, go right into it. I like the Timberwolves. Um, well, this like year, obviously that big trade happened in the offseason with Rudy Gobert going to Minnesota. A lot of people were hype on it. They're like, oh, this is going to get Minnesota that next step. I did not believe so. I, I'm strongly, I'm in the strong belief that Rudy Gobert is a, Highly paid, average big in the NBA. There's a lot of bigs no, that you can get. I'm to say he's average, but I understand where you're coming from. Bro, what do you mean? 
He averages like he averages like 13, 12 boards. Like Steven Adams can give you that on a vet min. Yeah. So it's like to me, it's like they overpaid. They're paying him two hundred million over yeah, four years. I think that contract. And not you're looking at it, and you're like, you could have literally went and gotten so many other players that would do the same thing as Rudy Gobert for your roster. So to me, it was a terrible trade for them. They got rid of their future, and there's just a lot of things around it where I don't think it's working out very well. Um, they have a big learning curve, obviously, with. You know, Ant, D'Lo, Cat all need the ball to kind of be effective, and then Rudy Gobert is just kind of clogging you up on offense. So I think they have to figure something out with that roster. Because, yeah. but you can't say you started coming up, but you can't say um, that it's all Rudy Gobert's fault. I mean, maybe putting him in there kind of made everyone unengaged and kind of lack of focus, but no one's playing but, well there, man. No, for sure. But last yeah. year, last year they had a like their starting five was. Uh, a top like when they're all on the court together, they're a top five offense and defense on the court. Mm-hmm. Now they're like a bottom like ten def- offense. I, I, have, I have that for like, you. Like it's really bad because when you put Rudy there, driving lanes get clogged up. He can't step out and shoot the three. We saw him try and shoot one this year. He was short like ten feet. It was like he just can't do a lot for that roster. <laughs> I was so confident, yeah, like, bro. He's just one into two <laughs> way short. And it's like I was. I mean, you just watch that team play, and you're like, "There's clearly a problem here on offense." And yeah, to me, it leads to Rudy because Cat last year was getting touches down low. He was able to step out to the three. three. There was a lot of things he could and do. Had open paint. Now, when you have Rudy there, Ant has zero dunks this year. Yeah, he hasn't been able to get to the rim. D'Lo, he used to be a really good mid-range guy. Now it's hard for him to play the mid-range because you have a, a seven-foot guy plus another seven-foot defender clogging up the lane for you. So it's like a lot of things I think kind of screwed them. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's. I don't it's agree tough with them. saying that it's all on Rudy. I mean, I think it could like backtrack to uh, the emergent like adding Rudy Gobert to that lineup. But D'Lo's I have a, I have some stats here on uh, my phone from Pro City Hoops on Twitter. D'Lo's last eight games: uh, eleven points, five assists, thirty-two percent from the field, twenty-six from three. Um, and yeah, and then Ant is doing all right. But did you see the video? Ant sit standing there. He doesn't look engaged. He has, and maybe that was a play call. But Ant was literally standing with his hands on his hips. Yeah. The three-point line. They ran a play. They they didn't get a bucket. But he just doesn't look engaged. Like they need better leader. They need someone to be a leader. They're clearly missing Pat Bev. Yeah. And um, was Kyle Anderson's there now? He was on Memphis. Yeah. And I I, I haven't seen him. I mean Memphis uh, Minnesota is just like kind of being a 500 team right now, which. You did not trade your whole future to be a 500 team, especially the way they were trajecting too. I haven't even thought of that. They were a good team last year. They were a tough out to Memphis. They were on the verge of maybe getting through that playoff spot. Yeah. In that that sp- that first round there. Yeah. Was, um, uh, I, I just don't like the look of their roster right now. They got a lot of good pickups in terms of bench pieces, mm-hmm. but I think that Rudy Gobert trade was really bad for them. Like I think it's totally put him out of whack. Yeah, it's totally. just it's such a hard learning curve when you have two seven-footers. Cat can't play defense on the perimeter. Like he's literally just lost Still out running there. around, man. Yeah, he's just around, lost. His hands up. He's just hoping that yeah. he's doing the right thing every time. And then like yeah. Rudy just offensively, he's just a big liability. There's a reason Donovan Mitchell only passed him like three times every game. Mm-hmm. Cuz he couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, so I do have the uh, stats there for their offense and defense. So Minnesota Timberwolves with Rudy Gobert on and off the court this season. When he's on the court, they are 30th in the NBA with 100, 101 offensive rating and 2nd in the NBA in defense with 104 rating. Yeah. Uh, and then when he is off the court, they are 3rd in the NBA in offense and 23rd on defense. So, like, this is literally just, like, opposites. And it's like, you got to pick your poison, choose your identity, and kind of run with it. And someone needs to be a leader on that team um, that'll get Ant in check because he's clearly not that. Carlin Stanton's try to be that guy, but he's just sounds depressed. And then... Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Pat Bev losing there, like losing Pat Bev that was this year huge. was huge because he obviously huge. holds everyone accountable. Yeah. Um, I think 
Kyle Anderson, like, I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's a leader at all. No, um, good pet, though. And outside of that, like, there's, yeah, there's no one really to push him. They're hoping, I guess, Rudy Gobert would do it, but, like, I don't think he was really a leader in Utah. No. Like, Gosh, Donovan no. Mitchell was the leader, and he was, like, a five-year player in the league, like, at that yeah. point. So, it's, like... Who has shown yeah. good leadership qualities. Yeah. Um, so, what are, you, what are you kind of projecting for Minnesota? Like... I think they'll be, like... Eight same eight spot. seed play in probably, but like but backtracking from last year probably yeah because I don't think I don't think they're, they're hard on the, they're on the way up man they were yeah I don't think they're hard out in the first like I think if they play Phoenix or like Memphis looks like they also could take that top spot because I don't, I mean I guess Utah technically too we have to talk about them kind of being up there mm-hmm. I think either any of those teams probably beats Minnesota pretty pretty handedly yeah especially so. with uh, Rudy Gobert's history of not being able to play in the playoffs um, but yeah, yeah they're definitely interesting I think they'll hopefully get it together somewhat they just look so disengaged man like the vibes there are probably as bad as well the nets are actually a bit better right now they're four and six in their last 10 i believe and yeah uh, they're two back from 500 yeah uh, we can kind of segue into that team because obviously there's lots of news around them steve nash got fired they hired Jacques vaughn mm-hmm. as a new head coach who was assistant coach from i didn't yeah. know that but like why are you hiring uh, an assistant coach when you just had terrible coaching yeah, but well, the like head terrible coach, coaching, like quote unquote, that's what people are saying. I think they did it because a lot of players do have respect for him, and obviously, there's the rumors around MA going there, and I don't think they want to do that because obviously they have a lot of problems with Kyrie Irving and, <laughs> and all that around this. Um, obviously, Kyrie he did some questionable things on his social media. Now there's gonna be a massive kind of NBA Players Association versus the NBA and the Brooklyn Nets right now because... LeBron saying stuff. LeBron, yeah, a lot um, of players feel as if... CJ saying stuff. They're both on the player committee. He shouldn't be suspended the way he is and held out just because of something that he believes and it doesn't necessarily agree with the team's beliefs. And, um, you know, like, obviously he shouldn't have done what he did. Obviously his apology was not sincere at all. Like, it was a very heavy PR um, thing, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird that they just have all the power to be like, yeah, you can't play unless you do these six things. He tried to do one of them. and the, 500K, bro. That's, that's so... Like, that's I'm, nothing for him, though. I guess, like, bro. Man, man, like, just like that. But then like, even, like... You got denied. His, 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 yeah, you got denied. And they're like, oh, well, you have to do it again. It's like, well, if they're not going to take it one time, why would we make them take it a second time? Uh, Nike cut their deals with them. Cut the Kyrie. Might not even, might not even move forward with them. Yeah, no, they cut ties with them. They yeah, I, the, think it, like, I, don't, no I don't think that's official, but... Well, they can't because they're in contract, right? But yeah. as soon as his contract's up, there's no chance they re-sign him. Yeah. But, yeah, obviously he's looking pretty bad for Kyrie. Um, that's what? Three or I've been saying this now? for a while now. It's been out for longer, I think. But um, I was thinking this for a while now that he's the type of player that would retire really young. Yeah. Because, <laughs> obviously, it's the whole COVID thing where he was like, I'm not getting vaccinated... He signed out for majority of last year, played like 20 games because he refused to get vaccinated, finally was allowed to play, mm-hmm. and then still only played like one every two or three games. So I think he's going to have a rough time. Uh, a lot of people are, want his head kind of on a spike at this point. Like a lot of fans, a lot of media. So yeah, it's, it's tough for them. It's like every year he finds a way not to be involved with the team Yeah, and to miss games. And clearly it's ever since he's left LeBron. He LeBron took a lot of media attention off him, let him do his thing. And, and he was MVP. He like, wanted to be an MVP, man. That's now he, he went to Boston. He was having trouble with media. Hate Everyone hated him. Then he, That was the first team to, after the Cavs, right? Yeah, because they yeah. traded him for IT, and that was a mess. Wow. Then he went to – now he's in Brooklyn, obviously, and same kind of situation where he's having trouble with media. People are really going at him, and he doesn't know how to handle it. So I think LeBron actually had a big part of him just being able to 
focus on basketball because every time someone went for Kyrie, LeBron stepped in and was like, no, it was me. Right. Like, talk to me. Don't point questions at him pretty much. So, right. yeah. Um, that's the, they got a few wins. I think they're on like a two-game winning streak at this yeah, point. Yeah, last 10, four and six. Uh, they won one in a row. Uh, they're five and seven currently. Yeah. KD's looking good. Cross. Always. Woo! Yeah, he dropped uh, uh, who was that Washington. Washington. The whole squad, to be honest. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, but he crossed some guy and hit the midi. And yeah, I think uh, Brooklyn, I think they can definitely fight for that playoff spot. I don't think they're in trouble at all. I think they'll they be have a pretty good playing roster. playoff, though, man. It, they can't play any defense, man. Yeah, but I think uh, Jacques Vaughn wants to, and he wants to really make that a talking point for that roster. They definitely could be a good defensive team. Mm-hmm. They're currently they have sitting the pieces. at... Uh... Oh, actually, they're not doing too bad. They're 14th, 14th so they're right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, right in the middle of the pack. Uh, which is pretty good, because um, I wouldn't say they have like known defenders on the roster, but they have a bunch of guys that have played good system basketball for a lot of teams. Yeah. So Still still missing Seth Curry, too. Yeah, no Seth. That'll give you uh, six, Joe Harris is back. Royce Royce O'Neal, he's been not as good, not kind of the player that we thought he would be in Brooklyn. But he's doing asking for more of a role though, which is not yeah. his, uh, not what he should, not what he's used to. So yeah, it's um Brooklyn. They have a long way to go, but I think they can get there. Yeah, but you're saying probably a playing ish area playoff. I'd say like low playoff. Like I don't think I think they could be six seed if they yeah keep it up, especially with KD playing at his MVP level. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go over to the West. Um, I want to talk about, I want to talk about your Dallas Mavericks first, okay? No, my just Luka Daddy's my guy, but yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna call him the Luka Mavericks from now on. Okay? Yeah. So the Luka Mavericks, um, I don't know if they can, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up, and basically what I'm thinking. I don't know about keeping it. They haven't even gotten started yet, in my opinion. Yeah, they're six and five. They're saying seventh in the West. Uh, they lost two games in a row, two tough losses. They got held to 87 points against the, Ma- against the Magic, and they lost 105. To- to 113 to the Wizards. Uh, you missed Christian Wood both those games, which could be a good uh, scapegoat for that, um, who's a big part of their offense. Um, but I kind of got three stats. This might be an overreaction, but I, th- I don't know if Luka's going to be able to keep it up all year, and I think we might be seeing the start of that already. Um, so just to get to a 500 record, Luka's had to average over 30, which is fine. He's going to do that. Um, for the season, most likely, probably average around 30 points. But so this is kind of just like, again, I might be overreacting, but it might be proof that like he starts hot and he's just not going to be able to sustain and just get tired, especially through an 82 season game and the playoffs. So I have here, he started the season 35 points, 32 points, 37 points, 41, 31, 44, 33, 35. And the last two games, 24 and 22, which came in terrible losses. Which is still really freaking good, though. Yeah. So, but if and they're so missing they a guy that's averaging like eighteen. They need, a, yeah, which is which could be a huge like which is a good reason. But it's saying that if Luca's not scoring thirty a game, they're gonna have bad loss. The guy held to 84, 87 points against the Magic when he's twenty four. That also happened last year too. Yeah. Where they they like no no no. But that's the Mavs. As soon as they drafted Luca, their thing was we're gonna live and die by yeah. Luca has to have thirty or over yeah. and have to have his double double and we'll win the game. Yeah, but I don't know if that's and yeah when teams come in shown that that can work. But he averaged, they got 54 wins last year. Yeah. So it works. It's just like, obviously, these two games, teams went in. Like, our goal is to not let Lucas score 30. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to do everything we can to not let it. There's no Christian Wood, so they're not going to get a guy that can randomly Three, come in yeah. and score 30 because yeah. Christian Wood's capable of that. So without him, I think that's kind of a big reason they dropped those two games. Um, 
But I don't think like I think they're still gonna be a playoff team. They'll, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna get their 50 wins like I said at the earlier in the year. They'll probably be like a mid to high 40 team. Yeah. Yeah, but. I think they'll still be fine. I think depending on matchup, they can get out of the first round. And yeah, I'm not worried about some the, damage. Yeah, because in the playoffs too, you know, you're shorting your rotation. Luca's one of the best players in the league, and once you have the one of the best players in the league, anything's possible. But um, just to continue off my point though, like there's kind of small sample sizes that you can see where this happens. So um, kind of a crazy stat actually. It's kind of interesting that in the first half, Luca's averaging 19, 19 on 53 and 35 splits mm-hmm. from the field in three. And then when it gets to the second half, he's averaging 14 on 43% from the field and 24 from three. So it's kind of like similar what shows you in the start. He's, you know, he's doing super well, one of the best players in the league, and then his percentages dropped, his points his points dropped in the second half. And like, I'm just worried that like, over an 82 game season, it'll kind of show the same thing as that, just extended. Yeah, but that's also, teams gotta go into the half. They get to watch film. They're going to make adjustments, and they need to. F- they learn. Okay, so obviously we were hedging a lot on this screen when, with Luca. We can't do that anymore. We have to send a full double team at him. We have to get the ball out of his hands. Um, when he's doing like a certain type of step back, okay, we're not going to force him left anymore. We're going to play him flat and just press yeah, him right. So yeah. they do a lot of adjustments coming out of halftime. So that's why it's tougher for him in the second half because teams will they'll go in. They'll be like, okay, well we can't let them shoot threes, and then Luca takes over. They're like, okay, well we have to play Luca. Doubling him, everything, and then Luca has to get the ball out of his hands. And yeah. we saw this with the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors did that. They literally were like doubling Luca every time. Yeah, team got hot, and they're like, "Okay, well, now we play Luca straight up." And then they're Luka very good. Them. They're very good. They're uh, like swing, swing movement. Yeah. So like yeah. that's the thing, right? Is Mavs just kind of play both ways. They're like, "Okay, well, Luca will dominate." If they want to let Luca dominate all game, well, then they're probably going to lose. Okay, well, they're going to double. You guys have to step up and win. Yeah. And that's kind of how they have to play. And we saw that, yeah, when we watched the Raptors game. Like, Luca was dishing the ball like crazy. He had some crazy plays. Yeah, just dishing, dishing, dishing. And then the Raptors were like, okay, we can't double him anymore. We get to the free throw line. We have to play him straight up. And, and then Luca just started. Yeah, and then you start torching them. So it's like, yep. you got to pick your poison with the Mavs at this point. Yeah, I just. So I think they're okay. I think they'll be fine. It's just like, he has to do all that work just to be like a 500 team right now. Like, it's that's tough, but. It's so important for their role. Please. As much as Luca is the main focus and the most important part of that team, they really need Christian Wood to be six man of the year um, slash like a 20-point-per-game scorer because in their last four games when Luca's been struggling, they were 26 in offensive rating. Yeah. So they live and die by that, and they need their guys to hit threes. They only got four guys averaging one than 10 points. Yeah. Tim Hardaway's only 11. He should, he's got to be up to close to 16, man. Like, I'm a little bit worried. Like, I'm not worried they're going to be a playoff team, but... I think it's just going to drain Luka, man. Like, for 82 games, they're only 500. But I think they'll be okay. Yeah, but it's only, like, 13 games in the season. Yeah. It's not too much to worry about. Yeah. Definitely interesting, though. And I like I like the thing. I like uh, I like the Mavericks, Luka. Would be so cool my question is, though, because you're talking about the Mavs, are you worried about the Raptors because they're in the same spot as the Mavs? They're 500 uh, in the East. Yeah. It's really strong yeah, East. Yeah, right about, right about 500. 7-5. Um... The only reason why I'm worried for the Raptors right now is because they have injury problems with Precious out uh, for, I think, maybe up to like two months, a month, and Pascal out. And with a really tight East, these games are uh, really important. They just took a tough loss to the OKC. They lost by like 20. Yeah. Um, and it's like, wow, like this might let Fred get more into his into his groove. He had a couple of good games, but you got to be beating OKC and you got to stay competitive when Pascal stays out. And so I'm a little bit worried. I still think that they're going to be a playoff team. Um, but, yeah, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm worried per se because they're still staying in all these games and all that. So 
I uh, just hope Pascal comes back good and uh, precious out uh, not too long. Um, but yeah. To Denver. Pardon me? So to Denver. To Denver. Yes, Denver Nuggets, man. They're looking good. Yeah. 8-4 now. Uh, they are 7-3 and three in their last 10. Yeah, 7-3 in their last 10. They're sitting 5th in the West at an 8-4 and four record. Um, they're 3rd in offense, but 24th in defense, unfortunately. However, they've never really been known for that. Jokic is kind of a liability on that end. Um, but yeah, I he, think, makes play, he makes plays when they need him to. Oh, man, I watched their game last night against Boston. Boston is first in offense. They're crazy, but they can't be allowing 135. They, Denver's a let over 115, like uh, more than a handful amount of times yeah. here, which is you can't let that happen. But um, I'm trying. I'm here to give them praise right now um, and give Jamal Murray praise and Michael Porter Jr. praise. And Top five Paolo point guard in the league, baby. <laughs> on the trajectory, man. On the trajectory. He's getting there. He's getting there. Um yeah, they got seven guys in more than double and past yeah. double digits, all the way down to Bruce Brown's having like nine point eight. So I'm I'm rounding up there. But something I'd like to see from them is Michael Porter Jr. is shooting twelve shots a game, forty percent from the field and forty five from three, averaging seventeen. I think that can easily be twenty four. Man, I watched the game last night. There was like a solid three minute stretch, four minute stretch where he didn't take a shot. He's not really a guy that can create though, so he kind of needs to. Like catch and shoot slash a step back yeah. slash a post fade, um, but man on those percentages like give him more looks. He's at, only shooting twelve a game. They're first in assists in the whole league. They average twenty nine assists a game, so that kind of makes sense why it's distributed so well. Uh, but I'm kind of worried down the stretch in a close playoff game. Hopefully Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray can show that they can kind of take over and not. Because there's going to be games where Michael Porter Jr. has to shoot 20 shots in a game. Yep. When they're clamping on Jokic and stopping Jamal Murray from being their second option, there's going to be a game where he needs to average, uh, shoot 20 shots, and I'm just hoping that he can have that mindset to take over a game. Oh, yeah. Because he has the capabilities, and his percentages are crazy. Um, but, yeah, they're looking good. They're first in assists and first in three-point percentage yep. uh, in the league at 42%. Yeah, they shoot really well. KCP's averaging 12 a game. I'm really liking Denver right now. Yeah, I'm happy because obviously I had predictions that Denver would be the 61 team in the West, and obviously there's a few other teams like I don't think Utah will keep up as well they're playing. I like Utah, man. Phoenix. I like Utah. Yeah, they have to figure what they're doing out, like what they're gonna do. Keep winning, um, keep winning, man. Um, Phoenix, obviously they they're a really good roster as well. Cam Johnson though, him going out with a meniscus tear is kind of big. He'll be out for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had surgery to repair it but repair it but like so there was there was two options there was an option to like be out for the season or for a long time or there was another surgery to let him be out for like two months or something and maybe not fully repaired or something like that and all i know is successfully should be aiming for a mid-december return yeah. if i were him i would have just said screw it and done the full reca- recovery because yeah. if you re-tear it or end up tearing your acl which is popular you can go be out for a lot longer so obviously with those two teams playing really well i think fe- uh Denver's built to kind of run away with it in the West. Like they have a, their roster's deep. Obviously, you have Jokic, who's arguably one of the best players or the best player in the world, probably like top and definitely not top five, maybe top three, depending who you ask. Uh, John Ball Murray, he's getting back to where he was. MPJ, he's getting back to yeah. I wouldn't say where he was. I'd say like halfway to where his he was. His percentages are yeah, his percentages was, are crazy. Yeah. It's just more getting him involved in the offense. Yeah. The last six games, Jamal like, Murray's back at eighteen and Bones Highland. You have eighteen um, a game. Last yeah. six games, Bones Highland. Uh, you said Bruce uh, Bruce Brown. Having ten. You have KCP still on 12. that roster. Like they're so deep. They're so such a unique team. Where like yeah, they're not great on defense. 
but their offense is consistent. Like, they don't come up empty-handed on a lot of possessions, and I think that's kind of big for them. And obviously with Jokic being Jokic, he's going to win you games. Yeah, and they just play good basketball. Man. Yeah, they do. They move the and ball And they don't do anything, well. like, they shoot really well and they pass the ball well, but they're not doing anything, like, crazy. They're not forcing turnovers like crazy. They're not, yeah. like having a crazy fast pace they just play good basketball yoke just like the best point card of all time yep. and <laughs> yeah like uh i like i like denver they definitely especially in a west that's kind of scrambled at this point you know golden state's trying to figure it out um just teams are kind of scrambling you got a bunch of new looks utah's up there so they're kind of like just gonna consistently keep winning i think and yeah yeah it's definitely a great looking western conference um, but yeah, do you want to? Uh, you said you want to talk about the Knicks a bit. Yeah, the Knicks. Um, they're like five and six right now, or six and seven, something like that. They're just around five hundred. Um, they they need to figure six something out. They need to figure something out. Um, safe to say, I think them being five hundred is really good. Um, I think they're missing like a piece or two to kind of be a bit more consistent. They have um, some trade pieces too. They, they do. They have a lot of trade pieces, and that's what I'm kind of thinking. They should maybe look to make some sort of trade, see what's on the market, see what's available to add an extra piece to help out, like Brunson, RJ, Julius Randle. Because if you can get an extra piece, I think they can start becoming like a force we reckon with within the East. Yeah, they um, they're kind of they're a team that just like they look terrible and then they look good. They look terrible and they look good. Just like one of those mediocre teams, you know. But they're definitely going to compete. Brunson's playing well this year. I think he's averaging about eighteen and seven. And uh, such a bad contract still. Yeah, I definitely I still think an overpay, but um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about the Knicks. Like they're a 500 team, they have potential, like seeming to play in. Um, but yeah, how does that make sense? Which one? What is this? Uh, offensive rating. Okay. Yes. I was going to be like, how is Brooklyn ranked ahead of the Hawks? Because <laughs> the Hawks are playing really well and that's or not. But Aiden Forrest really sneakily, sense. man. No one's really talking about the Hawks. <clears throat> I mean, I think a lot of people kind of expected it. Um, I yeah. think last year was kind of an off-season for them. Uh, but it's just like Donovan hmm. Mitchell, they're, uh, Johnny Murray's merging right in. They're yeah, he's a plug both play guy. over like seven assists a game. Yeah. Uh, Trey's about nine. He's about eight. Um, it's great for them, man. They're, and they uh, snuck into 11th on defense rating. Yeah. Which is something that is really scary if uh, you see the Hawks being a top 10 offensive defensive team, especially going into the playoffs. Again, it's still short into the season, but if they're figuring that out, they could be scary. They made the East Conference Finals just a couple years ago. Um, and yeah. Trey Young could be a sneaky MVP candidate. Mm. Sneaky? We'll see. I feel like the NBA has different agendas. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get into that later, or I might even get into that now. I was looking at that, man. I was looking at the MVP ladder again. Where is Laurie Markkinen? He's not even in the top 10. They're 10-3, and three, best team in the NBA. He's not even in the top 10 on the MVP ladder. Because well, players are just playing better than him. He's like 20-10, and, and their team's like 12-man He's like 24-10, and 10, I swear. But I, I don't know. Like when you have the best record, you have to have someone on your team representing the MVP list. Not necessarily. I think it's. I think it's absurd. I think it's just. Like I think. Like, Mavericks are six, six and five. Yeah, and Luca's averaging like thirty and twelve, with like eight boards. Yeah, it's valid. But the, the start of the season, he averaged like forty. Yeah. Over like eight games. I like, think it was it's insane. like I don't know, man. When you're ten and three, you gotta have someone on. You gotta be representing. So I think the league just doesn't want to see a small name like Laurie Markkinen on the MVP lot, um, MVP tracker. Well, even like if you just look at like guys, well, here let's pull up the the ladder. 
Yeah, here I. There was one uh, that. Oh no, they just updated it. The Giannis, Luca, and then um, I think Jaw was third. Or Tatum. Tatum was third, I believe. So this one is as of yesterday. Yeah, they just updated the top five. Top five. Top no, five. Don't top five. play this video. Don't do it. Add free, baby. Don't do it. <laughs> it's muted. It's fine. So Giannis number one. Um, 31, Stop. 12, 5. Can't win really every year. Luca, yeah. 33, 8, and 7. Yeah. He's almost averaging a triple double. Uh, Tatum makes sense. 31, 6, 4. Like, I don't think Lowry's playing better than any of these guys. Donovan Mitchell, 31, 4, 5. Uh, Jaw, 28, 5, 7. Like, I don't think he's playing better than any of these guys. Like, no, but how is Kevin Durant 8 when they're. Like, I think Laurie has to be on that thing. I would put him above Kevin Durant there. I I'd keep Carey there. I would probably put him over Lillard. Lillard miss some time. I would even put him over Jokic. Jokic is having, like, 21, 8, and 8. Yeah, he's playing great, but they're 10 and 3, bro. Like, you don't agree that he should be on the top 10? No, I don't think he's playing better than any of these guys. Oh, my gosh, man. He's getting, like, what? why can't it so hard to find that? It's good basketball reference. Yeah, yeah, I got it right here. 23, 8, and 3. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's they, they have certain storylines that they really want to run with the NBA. And uh, now I if he was, like to see him. If he was averaging like 25, yeah, sure, I'd put him in there. But I'd put him like, over Siakam. I mean, Siakam's not even on that yeah. list anymore. But, yeah, that, that just kind of – that, that makes me angry a bit. Especially just how the Jazz were supposed to be looking coming into the season. Yeah, but they're also like – just a good roster. Like, their whole team yeah. is playing well. It's not just... Top, a, top 10 offense and defense. Yeah, it's not just yeah. Lowry Market. And it's like, their team, 1 through 12, is they're deep. Anyone can play. Anyone can go in and do something. So, it's like, yeah, he's kind of the, the leader on that team. He's the one scoring a lot of the points and whatever. But if he has an off night, Utah is probably still going to have a really good game and probably win the game. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Let's see him an all-star team. I think he'll make the All Stars this year, as long as they stay in. Yeah, yeah. They could just go. So you, you're on. Street. You're on. You want them to tank, huh? A lot of people are on that. I think they have to figure out what they're doing. Is their problem. I think they're showing what they're doing. But do you want to continue being mediocre? Like, I think if they're the one seed, they're gonna be one of the worst one seeds in NBA <laughs> history. Yeah. They're gonna get swept by whatever team. Well, they're comes not gonna finish the one seed. They'll probably be like six to play in, five to play in. But, but I'm just saying, if knows? they stay on this trajectory and yeah, they keep playing knows? as well. Yeah. They could finish the one seed, and I think that becomes debatably one of the worst one seeds we've seen from an NBA team. Yeah, they'd probably get embarrassed in the first round. That's what I think. So it's like, is that what you want? Is that you want to make the playoffs again and get bounced in the first or second round? Or are you going to follow through with your goal when you made all these trades in the offseason? You'd be like, okay, well, we're going to tank. We're going to figure it out. Obviously, they have to wait a little bit longer for uh, some of their, like, I think when you make a trade, you have like 60 days or 90 days before you can trade that player. Yeah. So, yeah, they have to take some Obviously, guess trades. what? They can trade Markkinen, Colin Sexton, Connolly, and Clarkson, and you can get 15 more picks. Yeah, but you have to year. have a roster at one point. You know that they're young, they're they're good and Yeah, I think well, if you can make if you can make trades for your next eight draft classes where you have crazy picks for the next <laughs> 8 years, why yeah. not do it? Why like why do you want to go back to where you were the last six, seven years as being meh. Yeah. I, I just think I think being a young team and competing is really valuable. Um, they still have a lot of picks. 
their picks this year won't be great, but their future picks will be. Um, I mean, they'll have a lot of asset, like, pick-wise in the well, future. Not necessarily, though, because, what, they have Minnesota's? Yeah, but they got Minnesota's and Cavaliers' picks, right? Both those teams are going to be playoff teams yeah. for quite some time. So if your pick is also going to be a playoff team, you're looking. You're not going to get a lottery pick. Picks, yeah. You're not going to get a lottery pick. Yeah, it's true. They definitely have to like if they're if they want to be winning. I think they do have to make a move to show that they want to go in that way. Like get a guy like maybe not as good as Donovan Mitchell, but you have to get. get I don't know who on the market is there. Get a Bradley Beal. I don't think he wants to stay. Yeah. Like, I don't think he wants to leave. Yeah, I do think if they want to win, they have to make a move, though. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if they want to lose, they have to make... I think they have to do something. They figure they're going to sit in those. that purgatory uh, area there, but a little bit better than that, like a play-in team slash first-round exit, um, which I think is, like I was saying, like, which I think is good for the young guys, but they do got to make a move. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that uh, you really want to talk about? Uh, in the East, everything's looking fine. Boston Bucks looking dominant. Um... Cavs are on a three-game losing streak. Yeah, they started off really hot, and then now they've been struggling. Yeah. Um, nothing really to worry about, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you want to move right on to um, Cherry Strike Report? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Talk about some news around the league. Um, I didn't find too much to go on. A lot of injury stuff. We already touched upon uh, Cam Johnson being out for maybe a month or two. Uh, Pascal Siakam out for two or three weeks. Um, but just these games at the beginning of the season are so important. That's why I want to mention these because um, Raps you got to keep competitive without Pascal. And eh, I'm not too worried about the start of the season. Look at Boston last year, man. They were 12 seed, ended up finishing like 30 and 11 to end the season. Became the what two seed or one seed in the East. Like, yeah, it's not about how you start; it's about how you finish, and that's kind of like the NBA. It's not. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how you play at the start of the year if you can get it going, about Christmas time, I'd say, maybe January latest. That's where you can, you can really see the identity of Yeah, teams. you can really start figuring out, okay, this team's going to make the playoffs, they're going to make a run or not. Like. Yeah. Okay, well, then other than on that, um, I just wanted to get your opinion on, would you like to see Kemba Walker on a team? He was recently on the Adrian Wojnarowski podcast, and he said that some teams could use some veteran leadership, and again, he's shown to be a good scorer throughout his career. Okay, I'm going to say this. How is he considered like veteran leadership? Uh, I think he's been in the playoffs once. <laughs> right, right. So what is he going to bring to a team that a lot of other guys in the league can't? Like, you're going to bring moral support? Yeah. You can go get a bunch of guys that can do that. You so don't it's think like, he can be, like, a 16, like, 14 no. on a night? Lakers what, don't want last, him? You don't want him on Lakers? No. Last year, what, what was the last team he played for? Played for Tech. Boston? Was yeah. terrible in Boston. They went to the Knicks, and he was, literally fell out of the rotation faster than anyone else in <laughs> league history. Like, I don't think he's going to get back to where he was. I think he's an absolute liability nowadays because teams know how to explore Small guys. Yeah. If you're going to... Guess what? You want to become a pick-and-roll point guard? Cool. They're going to double you every single time. Yeah. Every single time. You come off that screen, double team. And it's going to be two six-foot-seven guys, long wingspan, just like this. He's like five-foot-eight. He's going to be like, uh, I can't see. Um, <laughs> five-foot-eight. Like, there's nothing... I don't think there's anything he can really bring to a team. You know, maybe it goes back to Charlotte. Hey, mm-hmm. Charlotte might need your Kemba, but... Man. They also have a guy there called Lamelo Ball. He's really good. He is very good. And I'm liking that. Is there, any update? Is there any update on him? Is, is he, he alive? Out? Yeah, dude, he's been out. He's been out. Yeah, he's low key. He huh? started the season. Remember, he sprained his ankle in preseason. See, they're gone for Victor. Yeah, they they have the right idea. <laughs> they're like, Yo, Lamelo, you're not playing. Because <laughs> the they're boring too, though, man. Like Orlando's also doing it right, but, but they're they also sick. have they also have Miles Bridges. That's just I don't know where Bobo he is. Bobo had 15 rebounds last year, last last night. He uh, Miles Bridges is just literally no, oh he's 
updated for uh, tonight. Apparently, I guess he's maybe could make, could make. Probably yeah, not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, probably miss another three games with it could, could yeah. make it. You know what I mean? Um, no, yeah, I think uh, Charlotte has it right, the way they're doing it. Hey, Victor, Victor Lamello, that's a fun duo. That's a fun duo. Although, Victor scared me. I saw a video of him falling. This guy felt like a baby giraffe, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is a baby giraffe. His leg snapped. Like His leg literally went like giraffe. parallel to the floor, and he just fell and got back up. And I was like, to me, if that that's, happened to me, I'd be Victor, dead. Bro. I'd be in the hospital. Yeah. All right, so I want to end this episode off with a little bit of Would You Rather NBA Was that for the charity strike? Yeah, man. That was it. Also, City jerseys came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I wanted to talk about They're that. They're fire. Spurs jerseys, best jerseys. Okay, let's get a... Let's get a, let's get a uh... I'll put a little visual up here. Yeah, let's get a visual for ourselves as well. Right, right here. All Ooh. City NBA jerseys. All the way. Man, they're making jerseys like crazy now. I mean, there's only like four for each team anyways, but... Four jerseys? Yeah, they get they get a home away association city. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Is this the right one right here? Mm, open it, I can tell you. This looks way past. I think it's this one. Yeah, because Washington is pink. Yeah. You have a favorite there that you like? The Spurs. Spurs, what are they saying? Oh, the teal blue. It kind of yeah. looks like the Pistons in the day. But they're fire. Like, the color scheme is disgusting. Um, I don't like Charlotte's. It literally says... Uh, <laughs> Clit? You can't find it, dude. I don't see it. I don't see it. I can't find it. I think it, I'll never be able to find it. You can't find those jerseys? Like, is that a joke? Are you trying to make a funny joke? Good one. Freaking rookie. Um, I don't, I still boom, 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 oh, that's boom. Portland. Yeah, those are ugly. The is that PDX. Portland? Yeah, those are ugly. I don't like those PDX. either. PDX. Uh, New York, very. Hey, Knicks media team. You guys made a terrible tweet the other day. Where is this? Oh, Terrible right tweet. This looks like all their jerseys. I know, I know, but did you see the New York Knicks tweet the other day? No. It's like, oh, we're ready for game time, and then like the jersey numbers they posted were just like very not okay for where they are in the world. Nine and. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's literally what they posted on Twitter. Man, what are the media teams doing? And the design. Well, I think team. I think the guy that posted it like fully knew what he was doing. He's like, oh, this is gonna be funny, and then. It's not funny, dude. Um, too soon, guys. Too Toronto, soon. Toronto's is nice. Dude, but Toronto, they have to... Oh, my they God. They're cool. milking they're milking the OVO jerseys way too much. And Drake's like not even there. Go back to your OG purple, purple with the baby Raptor on it. That's bring it back, dude. Yeah. Bring it back. Or even bring the Husky jerseys back. I, I don't like care, but switch it up, too. man. Yeah, they're nice. These are nice. They are nice. I don't uh, like the... Uh, Chicago's pretty brotherly basic. Brotherly love. The Philly. I don't know. It makes sense. The city of brotherly love. I know, but it kind of looks like... Which is like probably the biggest cap of all time. Like They all hate each other over there. N- yeah. Philly fan, Philly teams play bad. Their fans hate them. They yeah. play well, then the fans love them. So it's like it's all over the place. Yeah, those are um, cool. Chicago jerseys, they literally just look like basic jerseys. Denver too. I think those are like literally copy paste from the ones last year. Same with Atlanta. Same with Celtics. Celtics have um, been running this one since the beginning of the season. I swear they open had opening night with those. No, they're, oh, that the was their association. Ones. Yeah, the that was like ones. white. Yeah. Uh, the Golden State one. Um, people really hate on this one. I need to see it. On the court. Oh, wow. With the big rose on it. I need wow. to see it on the court because it's an interesting jersey design with the way they're, they're doing it. Ah, oh, we didn't get into Golden State, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. We'll talk about that next let's week. give them another week to see how they play. Yeah, see how um, it goes. Yeah. And then we'll get into them. Yeah. Uh, Washington, kind of cool with the pink. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool jerseys. The Clippers, they look like the Grand Theft Auto jerseys again, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto? What does that mean? 
when you have you never played uh, GTA San Andreas? Like the font is like literally the exact same oh, as that okay, video yeah, game yeah, and stuff. Sure. Like yeah, yeah, no, I see that. Yeah. Uh, the the ever since they rebranded to the, the like darker jersey, I always just think I'm like, yo, this team's like trying to be the GTA of yeah. the NBA. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And they suck. <laughs> So that's a all cool. Right. That's a cool jerseys out. Yeah, well, we'll have the you know, saw them all right here. So let us know your favorites in the comment. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned. Soon, probably December first, we'll release a giveaway. A big news, yeah, for a giveaway. And we'll have it like run through the month of December, and then we'll start of the new year. We'll be releasing. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We're gonna figure out how we're gonna kind of run that whole thing. It'll be a cool idea. And, yeah, we'll uh, do a little pool or something. Figure something out. Anyways, I want to end this episode off on a little game for I have for you here. Uh, it's gonna be called Would You Rather NBA Duo Edition, uh, and it's gonna be based off of Would You Rather this duo or John Morant and Desmond Bain. Okay, so keep in mind Desmond Bain is currently averaging twenty-five, five and five, and forty-five percent from three. Okay, which is awesome. Hey, but, he was, I called him. I said he could be an MIP this year if he takes that, that step. Was and he's so crazy. And he's he's taking that step. He could be MIP. That would be so weird, man. With uh, John and Desmond after John gave him the trophy at his house. Anyways, all right. Would you rather John Moran, Desmond Bain, or starting off with a tough one, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell? I'm gonna take Garland and Mitchell. I think I agree. I with think you. Garland and Mitchell are just more talented than. Desmond Bain, uh, John Morant. I think he kind of he's better than Garland. Is he better than Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Close cut. I think this year I, I'd kind of like Donovan Mitchell a little bit more. He's been playing super well. Um, that team well. So yeah. I All think right. Next I'd go up. With them. Next up. Oh, I got like six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Trey Dejounte. Uh, probably. I think yeah, Trey Dejounte again. I think it's kind of the really? same same thing as the Cavs, where I think. Trey and Dejounte are both more talented than Desmond Bain. Um, but Jaw probably better. Necessarily mean. I think their ceiling's higher. Team. I think their ceiling's higher though. Yeah. They played like twelve games together. I think you give them a full season. Like Jaw and Desmond have been playing like three years together. You give mm-hmm. Trey and Dejounte that chemistry. I think you hands down. I take think I'm them. gonna take Jaw and Desmond for that one. Fair enough. Especially just wait. wait. I just think Desmond, Desmond Bain's like Clay Thompson Desmond's like, at this point. Yeah, he's he's good, but yeah, he's like Clay Thompson in his prime where he doesn't really do anything. He just kind of catches and shoots. Like he yeah, but I'm not saying like for I'm him. not saying like who's better. I'm saying like who would you rather have on? Yeah, I'd rather Dejounte and Trey because if, right. if Jaw gets locked up, Desmond Bain's not gonna take over the game like that because he's not getting a pass from Jaw anymore. Yeah, but Dejounte, if Trey's getting locked up, hey, Dejounte can take over a game. All right, third up, uh, would you rather Jaw and Desmond Bain or? Fred and Pascal Siakam. Probably John Bain for this one. Uh, Pascal has proven over the years that he's pretty inconsistent. He when he's playing really well, he looks an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he falls off the face of the earth and just goes averaging like sixteen and like ten. Um, Freddie hasn't kind of the same thing. Freddie hasn't been Freddie since the finals against the Warriors. So since honestly the All Star game last year, after the All Star game, a really bad stretch. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. But yeah, I'd go John Desmond for that one, I think. Okay. Uh, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. Jaw and Desmond. Um, Zach Levine, really good. DeMar, really good. But I just think Jaw and Desmond kind of play a little better. Jaw's probably the best player there. Yeah, he's 110% the best player there. But no, Zach, DeMar, both need the ball to be dominant and effective. Mm-hmm. Jaw, he needs the ball, but Desmond doesn't. He can kind of do his own thing and score. All right, two more. Uh Stephen Clay. It's a very good comparison. Uh, do I get prime Clay or like now? Clay? No, right now Clay. 
I'm going to have to go Jaw and Desmond just because Clay is like, Clay's booty, but uh, I'll take yeah. Curry over both of them any day of the week. Ah, uh, Curry, man. This guy's a glitch. He's a human Probably glitch. the best player in the league right now. I don't know how he's only 10 in the MVP rankings. This guy has been really selling seven, it. Man. Record been, needs to matter. Put Laurie Markkinen on soul. the MVP ladder. He's been selling Put his Laurie soul. Put on the MVP ladder. He's going to win it. He's going to be an all-star. He's going to be first-team NBA. He's going to win MVP. He's maybe going to win 13. the finals, and then he's going to get finals MVP, and he's going to be looking at the counter like, I was not meant to be here, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'd probably go draw but bang, right, just because Clay's booty. This is kind of a random one, last one. Um, Kawhi and PG. Kawhi's not even a player in the league right now, so kind of keep that into consideration. I'm going to have to go draw Desmond because Kawhi never plays. And Paul George's kind of having a... He's having an okay. Shake, he's up yeah, and down, he's up, up and down. down yeah. um, both of them stay healthy and stuff. I think it's Kawhi, PG, hands down. But, yeah, right now I'd say Desmond and John. Man, 25-5-5. Five and five. I think he's frontrunner for uh, first-time uh, All-Star right now. We're going to have a new All-Star this year. We're going to have a new we All-Star will. this year. It's not going to be Anthony Edwards. I can tell you that right now. I don't think anyone from the tables will be on the All-Star team. Man, people are talking about it. They're going to have like four All-Stars, three All-Stars. Now they're going to have one. Maybe. Yeah, if they have one, it's probably because what they have one, it's probably gonna be Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna bug me so much. <laughs> That's hilarious. Rudy Gobert is also in health and safety protocols right now. Yeah. Freaking COVID. And that could be again. that could be great for the Timberwolves <laughs> until they get him back again. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna do it for episode eight. Uh, free throw ice and thanks for watching, guys. Make sure to leave a like and subscribe. Uh, comment your NBA ideas. Comment your. Um, just whatever you guys are thinking. Um, and we would definitely want to reach back out to you guys and see what you guys are thinking about the NBA. And stay tuned for the giveaway. Uh, keep letting us know in the comments on Instagram, everything. Spam us about our ideas for the loser of fantasy. Yeah. It's not looking good for me right now, but I believe there's still like 15, 16 more weeks left. So I'm Yeah, we've got it. a long season. But, but uh, yeah, comment your things. Right I want Help someone me. please comment, um, play some ball in a tutu, whatever the things are called for ballet. I want to see you do that. So, uh, Amen. great idea for you guys to put just put them out there. But, um, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. This is Free Throw Line Extended. And um, stay lit. Stay tuned. Peace.